Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where if wargaming was easy, it would be your mom. And uh, he has been in the void. He's been he's been absent, uh, but out there hustling every day. One of the one of the most active and community supporting creators out there. Always a pleasure to have on the podcast. The the Dark Archon, the the Dark Ken Leader, Scary. What's happening, Scary? Hello, how's it going, Brian? It's doing, it's going great. Thanks, man. I'm. Uh... It's been a long time a coming, but I'm still here, still going strong. And Tenth um, Edition is uh, is a new beast, so it's really nice we get to hang out and chat and and uh, and get some get some wonderful airwave into your brain, yes. dear listeners. So, uh, Drukari out there, there's, there's some that've been keeping the faith, some that've been riding it at that. Uh, that what like 42 43% win ratio there was like uh, two of us okay yeah, there was like yeah. me um, <laughs> um even dark techno dom like from the real space rate podcast like had abandoned us um and uh and then sky and uh i think who else was playing anyway there was like three of us and uh, i think Every time we went to a tournament, we like we would raise the win rate from like forty-two percent to like fifty percent by ourselves, single-handedly, at an event. World, this is worldwide numbers, everyone. Because <laughs> so, you guys were the only ones playing at, at one point, I'm correct. sure. So it was like a point four percent of the of the number of players at, at tournaments with Dark Eldar. Like it was very very low. There was not enough games, and now it's kind of jumped. I think it's jumped to two or three percent in the last couple of weeks since the data slate so there's a like there's a lot of us hiding in the shadows just waiting for the play style to sort of shift a little bit to something that was waiting, more recognizable yeah yeah so it's nice it feels good new data so slate, uh or about the new G- gw giveth and gw take this away and they they blessed you guys with a what a what so what basically let's sum it up and pretend i'm dark eldar illiterate because i am and uh, what were the problems that that army had before that you think? Well, most people are Dark Eldar literate, Brian. <laughs> 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 um, we got the fabled triple buff from Games Workshop, right? So that we got point decreases, we got uh, an update to our army rule, and we got an update, a brand new detachment. So, like, we got, like, three different really interesting buffs that have sort of shifted how the the army works in general. Um, at its core, uh, they let Archons join Incubi, um, like, leading Incubi, which I don't know why it wasn't the thing before. It's silly that it wasn't. And they made pain tokens a little bit more effective by giving us a pip of AP in combat when using a pain token, which... Is a much the more I've been playing, the more of a big deal it has been than what I thought it would be. 
And then in uh, and then they gave us a brand new detachment called the Sky Splinter Assault. And uh, that one basically is uh, built around having lots of little transports and jumping in and out of your transports to play the game. And you get bonuses like ignoring cover and uh, for your ranged weapons when you jump out of a transport and lance when you charge on the turn you got out of a transport. And then combine that with some of the best stratagems that we've seen for like just some really good solid stratagems. It has given Dark Eldar players around the world a very interesting way to play the faction. Where it's like, it feels a lot like the old ninth edition, you know, stage and table your opponent in two turns style of list um, with witches and incubi. Um, so nice. it, it's, yeah, so it feels very Dark Eldar for a lot of people who play Dark Eldar Lost Edition. Okay, so before it did not do stuff, now it does stuff. Check. So. <laughs> well, before before it did stuff, but it was Index Dark Lance, which was like if you played on a table that had enough terrain and your opponent could hide, you just couldn't do anything. There was no there was no sort of like mid board presence or anything right. that could go and like tuck get like kill something in combat behind a wall. It was very, very hard to do. You know, one of the reasons I've been building this with lots of Talos in it. Um, but now, Incubi and Witches are sort of like back on the menu. They they tweak them enough that they do enough damage in a lot of cases. In the new detachment especially, being able to get out of your transport and get Lance on all your, on all your Kloskama weapons means that even a strength for Incubi can wound, you know, even the toughest thing on fives can wound most things on on fours, you know what I mean? And with an extra pip of AP, AP2 going to AP3, that's a massive difference. If like a space screen was taking a 5-up save, now taking a 6-up save, right? Or needs to use an armor contempt to make it a 5-up save, your sort of like damage potential is like doubled, almost. And then combine that with the ability to take an Archon and a unit like Incubi, which then gives the unit the ability to re-roll wound rolls while the Incubi is in the unit, and, while the Archon's in the unit, and it's empowered with a pain token, you have, like, these really killy small units that don't cost a lot of points, but do, like, re-roll hits, re-roll wounds in combat, and can actually kill what they're in combat with now. Whereas before, they would just bounce off and didn't really do anything. Yeah, I, I think people undervalue um, the with them you know i'm not sure it was consistent but i do think there were some attempts at making some stuff less lethal for this game if you if you bought into the the narrative behind it and ap is so valuable right now i'm not sure people understand you know how ap is king in a lot of ways you know going into these units like you talked about a space screen putting it's a big difference between a five up and a six up save yeah and and just having ap is is crazy especially with all these power armored armies out there you know that you know you think there's a lot of emblems but there's really not and that's just uh that's awesome yeah the things that have invulns have invulns right so it's like one of those like some things just have invulnerable saves and that wasn't really going to change too much except in the point where like if i was ap1 and I was making you take a three up save on your terminators. Now all of a sudden I'm AP two and making you take your four up involves, right? Like 
that's twice the amount of wounds to go through almost. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a big it is a big deal. So the damage potential going up has been incredible. So what uh what units do you think you mentioned before that you didn't have things to go out and do do dastardly deeds in the midfield? Uh I, I heard you mention inc- incubi, you know, witches. What what units do you think are gonna be seen more now that there's changes that weren't previously seen or that you you think should go in every list are there any any auto includes any stay away from so what what's your takeaway on it well the biggest units you're going to see now of of, like venoms are going to be like venoms and raiders short incubi a unit you haven't seen in 10th edition really like at all and that's definitely going to be a unit you're going to definitely see yeah, ninth um, edition then with Drazar was just dirty. So. Yeah, yeah, like Drazar was good enough to just like kill entire armies by himself. Like he was just that he was just good in general. Um, so now you know when you have a combination of hit of like Archons and Incubi, Raiders, Venoms, Incubi, um, and then a lot of little crap that goes around and scores point and denies objectives, basically. So there's like a combination of screening units, and then of course the little heavy hitters that basically, um, you know, go in and kill the things that you need to kill behind buildings and whatnot. Yeah, looking at them, I think they're. I don't know, the little bit of looking at them that I've done, I think they've got points adjustments enough now to where you can, you know, effectively actually play the secondaries. And, and before it didn't seem like you had enough stuff to do that. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, on Dark Eldar, Drukari, and and the secondary game? What do you is there anything you focus on? Um, any anything you do in your builds that's that considers that, or where where are you at on secondaries and and Drukari? So Dark Eldar play the the tactical objectives very very well. Um, you know, we have lots and like you can build a list that has lots and lots of little units. Like when I you use venoms to split your ten strong infantry units into lots of five strong units. So you could split Cabalite Warriors into like a ten man into two fives, you can split witches into you know, two fives. And all of a sudden, like my list has like thirty units. So it has lots of little stuff to just go everywhere and do things and stand on objectives and contest and press like do actions and so it i can be in a lot of places at the table at the same time so no matter what card i draw i'm like already in position to kind of score it and if i'm not it, dark guild i tend to have the speed to like draw a card and go oh i need to get you know capture enemy outpost like even if i'm almost half the way across the table there's probably a way for me to get it if you didn't put enough stuff on your objective sort of thing, right? Because I can move very, very far. Um, I can charge, and then I could potentially move again after combat with the stratagem, if it's witches especially, and really kind of get to where I need to go. It also does fixed objectives relatively well. So if I need to play a more conservative gameplay and just guarantee you that I score so many points instead of having to, like, you know, worry about what I'm going to be scoring. I can go for a fixed um, tactical gameplay or fixed uh, objective gameplay where you can do something like deploy teleport homers and behind enemy lines or 
you know, bring it down and behind enemy lines. And all you do is play to that one, those missions, and try and score your primaries the entire game without having to, like, overcommit to the table. So I think that the name of the game is flexibility, right? Tactical is preferred because of the fact that you're going to be very command point hungry. So going by tactical lets you get rid of cards to gain those command points. There's no other way to get command points in the uh, detachment other than, you know, by getting rid of tactical cards. Um, so it is like a, a fine line, um, but because all the strategies are so good. But you can do both with the with the army. Very nice. It seems like there's a lot of excitement. So I'm, I'm happy for you guys for all the wandering around you did, wondering when you're going to, you know, <clears throat> I hope that all the armies out there that feel like they're underperforming or or not doing well, that they wind up with a, at least a detachment or two that does well with with mm -hmm. that do you think do you think you're going to see multiple builds or do you see think there's going to be an archetype that everybody kind of sticks with in, in building do you think do you think most of the lists are going to be you know close to the same with a little bit of mix-ups or you think you're going to see different styles of list being built out of this new detachment and the way the units are now well i'll say that there is um like right now as of now there's probably about there are, with the new detachment, I would say two or three archetypes, right? That they're kind of like showing up, and it's mainly around whether or not um, the Drakari player wants to take a like a larger units, right? So, um, some people are taking like a big unit of witches with Lilith, for example, and a raider. That's very reminiscent of like ninth edition, and it kills a lot and does very well. But like that's sort of like the deciding factor. Is it running a big 10-strong unit of witches and or a 10-strong unit of incubi, right? So are they doing like two big hammer units? Or is it a combination of two hammer units? Or is it just MSU? Like everything is really, really small. That's more my style of play. Um, so there are those three sort of styles of, of list. And then there's the fourth one, which is like, the style that works with the original detachment that we have, which is like Talos and like a couple of Venoms and like the list that I had been running previously before the new detachment to good success. And it just got better with the pain token change. And then you add maybe an Archon or so. So there's like, it's not a copy paste yet, right? There's still, there's like variety in the list that we're seeing, which is good. Um, however, there are some like certain features that you'll notice are the same in pretty much all of all of the uh, armies, like Archon and Incubi. You're gonna see that Mandrakes. You're gonna see that a Beast Pack. You're probably gonna see that if uh, if they've been listening to me at all. So, well, I wanna. I'm trying to think of other questions for you, but I think you might have answered them all. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> the Dark Eldar themselves are like the the. It's if you were out there like playing Dark Eldar, just against Dark Eldar, and you haven't really played against them. The the likelihood is you're you're probably going to run, um, um, you're probably going to run into us at some point, right? Um, you've got to remember that. Kill all the transports is like a normal thing. Try to kill all the transports. And don't forget that 
we can like get out of a transport after it moves and charge something, right? So that's, I think, one of the main changes is we are a lot faster than we used to be. So be careful as you like go forth and uh, make sure you pre-measure those uh, those charge distances if you don't want to get attacked by a bunch of incubi that wants to murder your entire uh, your entire like army in the middle of the board. Or have fights first. Like fights first is actually one of the biggest things that Dark Eldar hate a lot. Like custodies, ugh, they're so yeah, annoying. That is a good point. So, what do you think? Uh, what do you think counterplay is? You know, items like you know judiciers or like you said custodies, yeah. being able to fight first, um, shooting the transports. Well, if you yeah. want to beat Dark Eldar, you just need to bring more chain swords. Right? Right? Is that is that how it is? More pistols, more chain swords. That needs to be a t-shirt. I want to put your face on it, man. <laughs> so, I can't believe that became a thing. Because I was I was yeah. truly honest. Bring more order cannons and chain swords. It was, I think, was the original quote. But um it became a thing. Um and now people make fun of me for that because Dark Elder was so busted <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I said it that it was kind of irrelevant. But the the theory of that comment remains the same which is you don't need a lot to kill a toughness three model is what i was trying to get at is like you just need more dudes like chainsword are just as effective at killing a dark eldar cavalry warrior than a power sword is you know what i meant like you don't have to like upgrade it to a power sword to kill a cavalry like you just use a chainsword or a pistol um but in terms of counterplay uh outline of sight guns are very good so like things like um like Manticores, for example, are just like the best because they do three damage each and they can just like pop venoms like nobody's business. So if you're a guard player, stock up on those Manticores. Um, things that have uh, out of line of sight shooting, uh, sorry, not just any line of sight shooting, but uh, things that um, have fights first, super important, especially for mid board contesting. So Get onto an objective in the middle of your custodies. Those judiciaries are very good. Fight on death is another very annoying thing if you're playing into the new Dark Eldar because they'll send in a little trade unit, right, which is Incubi and Archon, and they'll fight. They'll kill your unit, but then your unit will just kill them right back because they're not super tough. So then you can, like, take the wind out of their sails for, like, the next turn. Um, so that's so something like a Sisters of Battle unit with, like, fight on death or, you know, uh, like flatulence or Votan berserkers or you know orcs that have like the fight on death strat. Hey, Wolfen like, are kind of back, so <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, they actually gave Wolfen a weapon this time. You know, they did. it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I loved how like a, a werewolf, a space werewolf carrying a hammer was a was the same AP and and damage as you know just a claw. And uh, you know, Gene Gene Stitter Colt can go to the space home depot and and pick up a an AP three, you know, saw. So I just uh Hello, that lose you. Uh oh. Scary, I do not have your audio if you're still on. Uh oh, lost him. Stand by. Hopefully he comes back soon. Oh, I'm back. I don't know what Good. happened there. 
<laughs> I don't either. So I don't know if you caught what I was saying about uh, that was so frustrating as a Space Wolves player, like uh, a giant space werewolf carrying a hammer, mm -hmm. you know, had had the same profile as like, you know, a claw, you know, or a space ring carrying a, yep. a chainsword of all things. And, but, and my comment to that was they just forgot to turn it on. Was that it? Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, they're big, angry werewolf people. And yeah. uh, they just didn't see the on-off button, okay? And they yeah. finally got to found out where the on-off button was. Yeah, so so that's... If you're, like, counterplay Drukari, that's, like, some of the best things you can do is just make sure that you're... You know? And don't... Like, you have to respect the damage output of the Dark Eldar. Like, Drukari will kill... Satan. They will kill a monolith. They will kill a bunch of wraiths. Like you have, you can't just like disrespect them, or you will be sorely sad. You know, you have to like, you actually have to think about like pulling their army apart a little bit at a time. And if they've got like thirty units, you kind of need to kill like six to seven units a turn to like to like really get the most out. You have to like maximize your damage output essentially. Yeah, so chain swords it is, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I pistols do... and chain swords, baby. Yeah, that's it. I, uh, I do, I do think it's cool that you just leaned into it and owned it. That's the best way when someone's trying to clown <laughs> on you or, or give you a hard time. Just like, yeah, that's it. I own it. So, well, it's like, it, uh... it's like it was, but like, anyway, whatever. Like it's, it. I think it's funny that it, that it was the people kind of gave me shit for it. It was. Honestly, said in the most like honest way, like as a Dark Eldar player, I hate seeing auto cannons because auto cannons kill my tanks way faster than like anything else. It's like the most efficient weapon to kill venoms or whatever because it's just it was multiple shots that were like decent strength and decent AP with decent damage, and they just go through like they just kill my stuff. And then chain swords are like I don't care if you have a fancy power fist. I'm more scared of you having like a chainsword. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh I did not mean to drudge up the past and open some scars, but here you we You know are. what? You know, <laughs> this is this I think I think one of the biggest <laughs> one of the biggest pro uh, proliferators of that of that trope was Innis from yeah. uh, Scotland. Love you, Innis. And uh you can you can tell people to bring all their chainswords as much as you want. <laughs> well uh that's probably answers all my questions today and uh i need to uh i need to reach out to you more often i missed having you on and i appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come i know you're pretty busy you're one of the the most hustling guys out there in the the content creation for 40k community and and uh, you do good work so it's it's Thanks, an man. honor to have you around appreciate it um, no it's yeah. uh it's been it's been a pleasure coming back on so thank you yeah, if people wanted to reach out and uh, and talk to the Dark Lord and get more Drukari advice or just overall gaming, um, where can they find you? Well, I do roam the Drukari Reddit, so you can always find me on there, just kind of like commenting to stuff. I have a YouTube channel, so Scottcast on YouTube, and then there's links to all my social media on there, as well as the Patreon, where um, uh, you, there's like a bonus, there's a Discord for patrons, and like it's a bustling bustling hub of uh drukari and other hobby activities so everybody's welcome to come hang out good on that note are you are you getting back into old world or are you uh 
Oh, mm-hmm. heck yeah. I've been playing my Tomb Kings. Ah, I literally, nice. I've got a Cetra here I'm actually working on right now. An old school Cetra that I got my hands on. Thank you to Mini Wargaming for uh, giving me one of their three Cetras so I could have one for my army. That's very <laughs> and, cool. Uh, just rebasing him, putting him on uh, on a base, which is awesome. And then uh, and I have like a bunch of skeletons to build and paint. Anyway, I've been loving the old world. It is... Like, I play a lot of 40k competitively. I play AOS more, like, for fun. But, like, the old world is scratching that nostalgic itch of, like, my 14-year-old me that would, like, open a white dwarf and be like, this is the coolest shit ever. And I'm like, it's just bringing all those nostalgia vibes back, and it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm back on the dwarf train, and uh, I'm loving what I'm seeing. So It is a blast, man. If you ever get a chance to come up to Mini Wargaming, to the bunker, and, like, play for a week or whatever, or, like, a couple of days, you should make a trip up, like, film with us, and we could totally, like, play some old world. Ah, it'd be so fun. I can I can do that. Maybe that'd be one of my goals before the end of the year, so that'd, uh, that'd be a good time. And then, uh, and then instead of just passing each other real fast on the way to a table at a tournament... Right. So we could actually <laughs> have a discussion. Have an hang actual out a conversation. Yeah. Be like, like, hey, hey Scar, what's up? Hey, Bam, what's happening? Gotta go by. Hey, bye, so. bye. I gotta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it's every time we like run into each other. An event, I'm like, we're just like on passing. And there's so many people at these events. Like, remember, El- it was it LVO last time I saw you, like a year ago? Yeah. Um, or a year and a half ago. Like LVO. And uh, it was literally like, there's like, a, there's so many people. Like, it's just. And it's so loud, and you have like two seconds to get your table, and you're like trying to figure out what row it is, and like what you know. And anyway, yeah, <laughs> and then so... and then we're getting stopped and talked to the whole time, so it's like gotta go by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then last before that, I think it was ATC, and both of us were on our way to to rounds for that also. So yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, th- this is this is a nice medium, the podcast, you know. And it then uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's nice. It's well, fun. Like I said, guys, go. Uh, he's a gentleman class act and uh, puts out great content. And uh, go, go check out Scarry stuff. And uh, and if you get over there, just holler and tell him that that you heard about him over here, so he knows it's worth his time to come up here and talk to us. So, uh, Scarry, I'll let, I'll let you do the outro. You got anything you want to say on the way out? Thanks a lot for listening, everybody, and don't forget, bam, bam, your hobbies. oh man Uh, thanks guys we'll see you soon game over man it's game over